It is Thursday, the 25th of May, 2017, and this is episode 310 of Digital Outbox. The first sunny episode of the year, and my goodness, it's hot in here. Uh, hello, Ian. Uh, good evening, Chris. It's the first warm, hot episode. It's been sunny in other days, but it's just unbearably, annoyingly hot. Yes, it's not a, not the day to be cooped up indoors. Although, probably, even if I wasn't podcasting, I'd still cooped up indoors watching TV or something. So there you go. That's there's a bit of an insight into my life, wasn't there? Hmm. <laughs> Oversharing, Chris. Oversharing. Let's uh, let's share some news instead. Uh, Amazon has launched a couple of new devices, so you can buy some new Fire tablets, uh, and they start uh, from fifty quid. So the smaller one is fifty quid, and the larger one is eighty quid. So bargainous uh, things. Unbelievable. You can buy them for this this price. These tablets, uh, and they come now with Alexa as well. Yes. And great for what the Amazon chap has called digital snacking. Yeah, that's, I quite like it. Quite like the term. Social media, like email, apps, games, music. Interestingly, they don't talk about video. So, uh, well, I'm sure it's got Prime Video on it. Yeah. Um, but they've also got the kids version, which uh, is basically similar, but it's got a massive protective sort of rubber cage around it. Cage around it, so it's good. I, these things have always come um, being reviewed well because for the price they are very big good bits of kit they obviously inject you into the Amazon infrastructure so if you're already a Prime member things like that they're virtually a, a no brainer yeah and, and even just the fact as you say the big rubber stuff running about it you mm-hmm. can throw it around I remember I sold my first iPad to a chap at work Tom and and, and, and I, it was pristine apart from a tiny little nick that he couldn't see and it was really bugged me that when I sold them it was a just tiny little nick and I saw it after six months. <laughs> it, it, it was like, that's not my iPad. It yeah, was... you'd, you'd hate my stuff. <laughs> I think but, we've discussed this yeah, before. But it, it, was, it was like every possible surface in some way, shape or form had been scraped. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's... Um... So yeah, yeah, big rubber stuff. So you can just like look at something and then throw it away. Like yep, kids do. Like I do. No, you place it down gently and make sure it doesn't break. Pockets with keys. No, honestly, I knew you were going to say it, and it winds me <laughs> up. It's just like folk like now, you shouldn't be allowed to buy nice things. <laughs> no, you're right. You are 100 percent right. So, as well as getting your nice Kindle Fire, sorry, Fire tablets, uh, you Amazon Prime members now get books, magazines, and comics in what they're calling uh, what are they a Prime Reading service. Um, so yeah, so they're having these sort of books and comics on a rotation basis. Uh, they'll have various things that you can just go pick up as long as you're a prime member, you've got the Kindle app, uh, you can go in, you can browse and you can read. Uh, so they reckon about a thousand, um, products to sort of look and choose through. I had a quick peek at the magazines and it's quite a nice selection. I don't know whether that's just for the intro area and that'll fade over time, but at the moment it's actually got a bit of something for everyone. Yeah. See for free. I, I, there was nothing I could particularly complain about. There well, it's was, a good uh, price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like there's a good range of stuff, and um, and also because I know the the is the lending library they call it. There's like a hundred thousand things, but I think you need to be on an actual Kindle device. Whereas this is Prime. Um, it works in uh, obviously works inside the Kindle app, but it's also on 
iOS, Android, or an actual yes. Kindle or Fire. So you're not just locked to, you need to have an Amazon device to use it. Correct. You just need the app. Yeah. Uh, and so, say it's got National Geographic in there this this time. It's got uh, an F1 magazine. I think it's all wired in there. It's all various other things. Um, so Prime is just a, a really good value thing now. I think if, if you buy anything from Amazon... Uh, then you might as well get Prime and get all the benefits that come along with it. There's some great stuff on Prime Video as well now. Yeah, I mean it's just I I really like it. As I said, I order so much through Prime. I saw sorry through Amazon that it makes sense. But the video, the even uh, see when I got the Echo, I was tempted to like mm. well I sign up to Spotify so I can I can play all these soundtracks or all my playlists on yep. on the Echo. But it's got, I think, two million free tracks now. Yeah, that you can get quite a good selection of just anything, really. You know, just like when I used to kind of wake up, set of music and stuff like that. And I do worry if they're going to start putting the renewal price up because they are leaning a lot on it. Uh, and I wonder whether these are still in their Amazon's long-range sort of, uh, what should we call it, loss leader type situation. But um, they're not, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I worry a bit, but then again... I'd rather spend money on that at the moment than any, you know, loads of other things I subscribe to. So why not? Yeah, and and the Prime TV stuff's got actually loads of good content. Yeah, it took a while for me to get. I mean, there was um, there's a few things to hook into, but now I'm finding I do switch between that and and uh, Netflix quite a lot. So yeah, agreed. Uh, American Gods is quite uh, quite yes. cool. That's out at the moment. Yes, um, just it's building uh, quite nicely. Yeah, and just very very stylish. You know, mm, just like, it's just like it just drips money. You know, you look at it, yeah. it's like that's money. Yeah, they spent they spent some money and thrown some good good talent at it, and it's uh, it's coming along nicely. Who knows how that's going to be? I think we're four episodes in. Um, Apple Pay is now going unlimited. Uh, well, theoretically, going unlimited. It's going to depend a bit on payment terminals and things like that. But whereas before you were limited to sort of a thirty pound transaction or thereabouts, now there shouldn't be a, a limit on that. And the reason they're being able to do that, or they're they're, they're justifying it, is because you've also got the biometric fingerprint. To, to release it whereas your your common or garden you know contactless uh, credit card or whatever that doesn't take any other thing so you can literally hold a reader to it so yeah there's hope well it's the first announcement so and they seem to get getting ahead of the getting ahead of the pack yeah there was a couple i think from day one there was a couple of places said they were doing higher i think it was like some small chains and mm-hmm. small restaurant chains were saying look just it's fine and uh, so I think the ones I've committed to Waitrose, Sainsbury's and Pizza Express Nando's have publicly said, yep, just just pay. Um, and I guess there's still that little bit of doubt because I know I know I was in, in Mark's last week and I, I and like, oh, no, you can't. That's too much. And I was like, oh, mm. OK, I'll put my card in. And, know, I guess it's... things will change. It depends how I guess. Well, I guess they're selling this biometric uh, fingerprint as as secure enough to you know more probably more secure than a signature right or or even a little four digit Ab- number absolutely so. and mastercard are trailing a reader within a you know an actual card mm-hmm. you know so i guess the technology is all getting that thin that they can just yeah amazing you know, embed it all in amazing uh we talked last week i think about the surface pro am i right but now it's actually been released we know we talked about there was a surface laptop um, That's right. Was, and I was talking about. And we did talk a bit about LTE, which is the lightweight. Um, yeah. So, so I, what, there was two because the last podcast we did a bit of a gap. There was two, there was a Microsoft Education event. So there was a kind of lightweight 
Windows 10s, I think, and there was the Windows Surface laptop. That's it. That's right. I remember now. So it was the one that doesn't detach and turn into a tablet, yeah, whereas these is... new Surface releases do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this, so this is a new a new Surface Pro. So that it, and it looks identical to the old Surface Pro. And I guess they're doing a bit of a Apple type thing. We're no longer putting a number on it. It's just it's a new Surface Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's just the latest one. Yeah. Yeah. So latest chip. Um, it's a. Uh, um, I'm trying to see where it talks about what the chip is, but it's a it's a decent um, CPU update, um, and also the um, battery seems to have been improved. They're talking about a 13 and a half hour battery life, which I must admit I I I just don't believe because the the Surface Pros that we've used through work do not achieve anywhere near that. It really KB, are KB Lake or KB Lake. Lake, yeah, KB Lake. Cable like so it's just and what they're, what they're emphasizing as well that they've made some motherboard changes and done other things the 13 and a half hours as I, as I was saying i just let's wait let's see the reviews say whether they actually get anywhere near it i'm sure yeah. if you're just gently looking at it while it's sat doing nothing it might make it but not that, if you actually do anything about it. And, and that's all i was going to say so at our work we've got whole loads of you know enterprise software running constantly to provide security and other things that's obviously going to drain you yeah. know, drain the battery compared to average user. It's also, uh, you know, one of the guys priced it up for himself at work, and it's, you know, he it was up at two grand. It, it's yeah, yeah, it's not a cheap, it's not a cheap no. thing. But um, it is, it is. A, I mean, over the years, it has proved itself to be a capable tablet device and a capable laptop. So it's, it's not like they haven't, they're not onto a good thing. No, and and the thing, the thing is, so so yes, that two grand was, was you go, oh, two thousand pounds, I could mm. buy a MacBook you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And, but then it's not a touch device. So you're buying yep. an iPad and you're up at two grand. And, you've, yep. and this is one device. Yeah, so they're shipping with the Core M3 as well. So they're, they're starting with a, mob, a real mobile-friendly sort of lightweight processor going at the i5 and the i7s. Yeah, the so, first two don't include a fan, the i7 does. Yeah, and I w- I'd be really tempted to, to try the fanless one because we've, we've certainly seen issues with two models now, so two generations where they'll get fan problems. It will just be sitting idle. And then the fan will just work. Kick in, yeah. But your CPU looks fine and everything looks fine. So I don't know whether, and, and you feel it, it doesn't, and it does feel mm. hot. It's like, is it a design thing? There's just mm. something about them that, that you know, it will just be sitting unstressed and then be like, Rrr. yeah. Um, and certainly an i5 fanless is, is quite a thing to behold, really. I mean, that's a fairly sizable yeah, yeah. processor capable of quite Definitely. a lot of uh, shifting around. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, so there you go. There's a new range out, uh, and I'm sure they'll be popular. Like I say, they've um, they've certainly hit their market very well. And w- one other subtle change. So previously, if you bought one, you got the pen in the box. The pen is now a new pen, so it's um, like 4,000 odd um, touch points, mm-hmm. and it, you can angle it and get different effects. So I guess similar to Apple Pencil and some of the Wacom stuff we've seen, mm-hmm. but it's no longer in the box, so that's another £100. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. It's the secret ways of reducing prices i guess yeah and they, and say that we they've also done the lte version so the light um uh, which you are able to upgrade to the full fleshed thing but that's the one that only allows app store purchases to run and things like that yeah so i, I think it's a it's a subtle change in that the design it looks much the same there's small mm-hmm. angular changes and it feels slightly better in the hand but i think you would you would have to you'd be hard pushed to see the difference but some 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 nice updates and again just i think if you look at that hardware collection now from microsoft when they first started off with the surface mm-hmm. you thought it was a bit odd but roll forward four years they've got a, yeah. a a family of products that you can tell are all from the same you know family and they've got some really nice design features on them and they're back to have an operating system that works so you know that's, that's always a plus <laughs> that's always a plus <laughs> 
Um, Ikea smart bulbs. This is another follow-up, really, isn't it? Um, yeah. We talked briefly about these. So they, they will work. So we were talking last week that these are a great value way in of having an automated house with lights and stuff like that. And they will talk to Alexa, Siri, and Google Assistant. So yeah, they and will that, get tied in. And that was the when they announced them, they, they kind of said, yeah, they're cheap, but there was no con- connectivity. And there That's was right. kind of rumors, but they, they've come out and said, actually, it's going to work with them all. Alexa, Siri, Google Assistant, we will we'll, we'll support, which is really, really good. Yeah, yeah, uh, and certainly it's a cheaper than embedding yourself in the Philips Hue. Uh, again, I haven't read any reviews around how good they are, but say it's, if you've got a room that you want to try automation with, do it on a cheap. Do it on yeah, cheap and and I, mean, I love, I must admit, I love the Philips Hue. Do I, do I change the colours a lot? Not much. Um, so <laughs> really it's, don't. So it's it's like a really good, you know, a really good cost-effective way of you know if you're moving into like a new flat or something, just yeah. get a hold of these and give it a go. Yeah. One password, um, kind of a favourite app of the show, really, um, for password management. Uh, it's added a new feature uh, that allows you to go into travel mode. So basically, what it does, so before you travel, you can lock away um, passwords uh, off the device, um, so that the device doesn't actually hold it. Because at border controls and things like that, you you might get asked to unlock your phone. So they are just offering a nice, neat and straightforward way of making sure that your phone doesn't contain the information that uh, that you don't want anyone to see i, I liked one article describing it as a valid trump mode um so <laughs> yeah. so and and so the nice thing is you're going to you go to america you put on your travel mode it'll only show you the passwords you want in travel mode and everything else is wipes so it's not just hidden because i know there's other yeah. ones that, that, that obfuscate it and hide it and trying to make it look like it's not there but the actual everything's removed from the device it's only got you, so it might just be a password for British Airways and a password mm-hmm. for, you know, I don't know, something else. And then once you're through, you know, customs, you go to the app and say, right, I want the full thing again, and it downloads all your passwords. So yeah. so you're not, it's not like your whole journey, because I saw somebody saying, well, that sucks because your whole journey, it's like, no, just when you get some Wi-Fi again, you just get them all on again. So, nice, nice. We also had Google I.O. Um, this week, so they've been talking at us about what's been going on. No massive announcements. Lots of small bits. They're not small bits and bobs. They are lots of under-the-surface stuff going on and directions being laid out. Um, So they they chuffed on quite a lot about their Google Photos and how intelligent they're all getting and how they're going to be adding quite a lot of features, including things like the ability to remove objects. Which uh, So if you've got something obscuring your view, uh, you can intelligently using their... <clears throat> cloud services remove those objects and it looked very impressive although it was only a demo at the point yeah it's a demo the demo was of a, i think it was like baseball a kid playing baseball or something and it removed the wire mesh mm-hmm. and and it, and it was like wow because that's always the thing I, I still remember years and years and years ago you know getting photoshopped the first time like, oh i can remove objects and boy yeah, was it's it like, damn hard spent <laughs> spent hours doing it and it never <laughs> it always no. looked a bit rubbish um, and this again it's a demo photo so you sure. know Pudding, yeah, perfect but, scenarios and all. But they yeah. say it's a few weeks ago, and I guess, I guess, like you said, no, no big things came out of Google I/O, but it, it was always like it's almost like AI and cloud, but underlying most of it as well. Exactly that. So yes, assistance, Google's intelligence uh, as far as being able to read and understand photos and things was a massive part. So the assistant, Google Assistant, is now going to be coming onto iPhone in a kind of a bit of a balked and limited way, but it's coming nonetheless, and I'm quite surprised to see it 
arrive. Um, they can only obviously do anything that the APIs that Apple allows uh, apps to get hold of um, integrate <clears throat> to integrate with. Um, but they've obviously deemed it necessary that they do need to show themselves there. Uh, I don't know if there's any signs that Apple might turn around and say, no, that's a default functionality. But they haven't done that for a, quite a few years now, really. Yeah, I can't see it. I mean, because I think, I think so if you're on an Android device, you're, like your home button's mapped to it, isn't it? You can, is it a double click or you do something from yeah, your home you, button to launch? I, I think you press and hold or something, yeah. Yeah, and Apple, Apple aren't going to allow it. I mean, I can't see Apple ever allowing anybody to, to remap buttons mm. to you know you know so if i you know if i double click on one it launches a different camera app or something or mm-hmm. I, I think it's that, that. but the, i guess that they've went as close as they could by saying there's a widget you can launch it from and the widgets yeah. are quite easily to get yeah, to it's easy to add yeah so it's not it's not and as it'll be as, at the footer of any google app that you're using and things uh, like that that's, yeah so that's so how you, they've done it before so it's only america so they've not brought it to all regions yet but i'm sure you'll be able to get here if you use google keyboard it's probably you know it's probably just going to be there with yep. a little button if you exactly. use chrome it'll be there and google docs and it'll be there so they've also added uh the ability to buy stuff to google assistant um so they're going to allow you to store details in your wallet effectively and you will by your voice be able to then order stuff at the moment you can do that but only via third parties sort of services they're going to be doing it via the google wallet so um all the kind of normal stuff that that's integrated with will be able to do it so you will order order pizzas is the option they've given you i i might be old i'm old but have you ordered anything through like amazon echo nope no Nearby. Because I want to be able to see, feel, touch, or well, no, yeah. that's not true. See, I want to be able to see at least a picture of what I'm buying. I don't want to just randomly say this and the other. Yeah, I guess. And I and I get it with things like because the demos are always things like you know, you know, order me my order me my you know my favorite toilet or order my you know I've run out of sheet yeah. and foam or something. And I guess, and I guess takeaway is another thing. You know, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, fairly limited. But then I guess, you know, we don't know where that's going to take us. And, and as we've seen with Google View or Vision or whatever. Oh, sorry, uh, uh, what's it? Amazon, what's it? Amazon Look. View, is it? I don't know, whatever. We're going to get screens on these things. And the assistants are all getting added to things like the tablet. So you will, you probably will be able to review in your purchases before you so sort of go So look, there's the camera. Amazon Show? Oh, I can't remember, maybe. Whatever, it's not that important. It's some random name. Um, Google Echo Home. Show. Google Home got some updates. Echo Show. There we go. Echo Show. Um, the updates to allow making phone calls. So we saw that from um, Amazon last week when we were speaking. Uh, Google said, "Yeah, we could do that as well." It's not quite as fully featured. I think these things are going to come over time, um, but you can certainly make outgoing calls through your google home device which is nice and again just the fact it's like totally free and you can so in america this is so i guess you because i keep forgetting you've got a google home we never really Mm. talk about it too much um but these updates (laughs) i keep forgetting i've got it (laughs) it's like me and my drone it's it's in it's in down there the the do these these updates american only or did you get these updates i don't know is the answer uh, I haven't excellent. yet seen notifications arrive. Like, literally, I've not interacted other than turning my lights on. And I haven't really spoken to it. Fantastic. But yeah, the, the notifications was an interesting one. So they're instead of it being a voice activated thing, they want to turn it around a little bit and offer it as a, a, a notification service to get you, you know. A, so if <laughs> the eternal example, if your 
flight is delayed <laughs> or something like that. They, they've said, or your gate changes. I don't know why that you'd have a home with you when your gate changes. They will be able to ping up a notification, which effectively is pretty non-intrusive. So there's a spinning dial at the top of the device, which if there's a notification queued, it will spin there and allow you at any time to go and listen to what that is. So it's not going to actually just start blurting things out. Um, it's very gently implemented, we'll say, at this stage. Yeah, because I guess... They don't want to piss people off, basically. Yeah, and because I'm, I'm guessing for lots of people that get lots of notifications, that could be very annoying. And I guess also you might get a notification that you don't want somebody to hear. You yeah, know, a notification might be... I don't know, something something rude or it might be, you know, you've, yeah, yeah, you've bought somebody a present and they don't know it's coming yeah. or something. So, yeah, yeah, I get that. But then I, I think I would like by default just to see it. Mm, just, well, at least the option to do it. Who, know, who knows? Yeah. I guess the reason they're, just, like say, they don't want people turning this off, they'd rather that it was there for future use and stuff yes. like that. Yes, yeah. Uh, HBO Now is also available in the US. Uh, Spotify Free, interestingly, has come to Google Home. So yeah. even on the free accounts, you can now stream music. So go for it. That sounds like a good addition. Um, it's certainly it can cast, a, cast stuff to your TV. Yeah, certainly a big differentiator compared to, um, you know, like we Echo. You know, you've only got the two million. The Spotify free is pretty, it's pretty extensive. Deal. Yeah, yeah, pretty good deal. And it, and it does make me think. You know, they're, they're all to be. It's all lining up that Apple will come out with something, and it will have Apple Music and baked in and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. It just feels they're all ticking boxes to make sure yeah. that they've all got the. You can you know you can watch or sort of not watch this, but you can listen to this and listen. Yeah. Have you tried Google Home with our podcast? Does mm, it play podcast? I did try it initially, uh, but it didn't work. I haven't tried with Alexa for a while either. God damn it. Maybe <clears> soon. <throat> um, yes, Google Photos. They showed some pretty cool things uh, within Google Photos. Lots around sharing. Um, lots around photo books as well, which has come. Uh, and also Google Lens, which is interesting. So um, photos, they're, they're sharing kind of thing. They they were going on about how they can recognize like loads of stuff. And, and we'll come on to Google Lens in a bit. But So they can identify people pretty accurately within your photos. And now they're going to, and because with the knowledge graph, they know these people uh, across you know, your photos. They can actually group them together and say, hey, how about you share these photos with such and such a people? And they also talked around how nowadays with, we take hundreds of pictures of almost exactly the same view um, with our smartphones and it will pick out, and it knows which photos. Well, it, thinks it knows which photos are the best and i think we've seen with google sort of assistant and stuff before it is actually pretty good at spotting a good photo um so they're all coming there and and the sharing was made very easily and they're also talking about shared folders so you can actually share folders with friends or family and then you can tell it to automatically upload x y and z to these shared folders so they're into their shared shared access at the moment Uh, and i've certainly seen that roll out to um, my photos and, and recently we had a group where we were uploading photos to and it's all yeah it's all very slick I think just making that easier because it because everybody's made taking the photos easier but it's mm-hmm. still and, and it's a frustration in my mind on, on the iPhone and with Apple they kind of had a really good product and it's just not really evolved very much um, and Google Photos is just it's just it's to nice. me it's so much better yeah you know, it's just such a better service so they're also talking about Google Lens. So this is almost, this is visual search, basically. So mm. you can take a picture of something and it will understand what that picture is. It will know the objects in it. Uh, so you, for example, could take a picture of a storefront and it, or a, say a coffee shop and it might give you some offers. it tell you where, it, you know, what it is and all that. Basically, what it was was 
we know everything <laughs> and now we can see it as well and even it's just daft pretty, things pretty you, you, you've taken a i don't know you're out and about and you spot an advert and you and you, you want your phone it it's like well, there's a number just dial it yeah you know and it's just doing yeah a, so it, yeah so it, yes a photo on a on a shop front uh, of a phone number and then it, yeah you can dial that number directly on your phone it's just just um, like in the line stuff like that i'm really looking forward to seeing that that coming out i I just want to go and wander around and just see what things it recognizes. Yeah, and does. see what it really can do. Yeah. yeah. So uh, an interesting thing, and I, I, I guess if you watched it, you probably picked up on it as well. So when they first started X years ago, uh, it wasn't even probably years ago. Like this small time ago, they said how the error rate was and the success rate was, you know, X, and over time how it's gone down, and it is now more accurate than a human being at recognizing and identifying objects within a within a picture. And I think so, I'm trying to remember the figure. Was it like it was like four point something or five point something? You know, so it was like ninety four or ninety five percent accuracy. But that is better than than us. So yeah, so and and it would spot things that you don't spot as a human. You know, little in, inconsequential things it would pick up on. You know that. Uh, so it, you know, if you're if you if you fear machines taking over, <laughs> this is this is where it started. But the, as I said, the, the photos bit for me was, was probably the highlight out of IO. Mm. Just, just, and you're right about that underlying AI piece yep. that was through. It was all very impressive, but it was no big stellar thing. But it's like, you just Google photos all the time. <laughs> the photos did, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. They, they, they kind of look like they nailed it, really, and they've, they've now pulled it all together nicely. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, Android O, they also talked about. So this will be the next uh, Android operating system. Um no word on names yet, but it was something sweet. <clears throat> and they are concentrating on battery life uh, and basically and security and startup time and a bit of more stability. So as we know, over time, they have really nailed down some of the, you know, the slickness and the, you know, just being stable and nice. Uh, but they still do suffer, as most smartphones do on battery life and suddenly things sparking up in the background and stealing all your resources so they're going to really concentrate on that and they've introduced um i, I don't know how they put it but basically smart limits on on how much a background resource can take um so things like your gps and uh, just yeah just any background task they're limiting what it can do to try and stop that point at which your phone gets really hot and then your battery just starts draining away and wise you've... limits it, yeah and and i think I think everybody always wants more battery, don't they? There's no, there's nobody that would be like, oh no, you know, I've, yep. I've, I've got an abundance. How do you find your devices? What about a year old now? Yeah, it's probably at least a year old now. Yeah, so no, it's still ha- especially in weak signal areas or roaming around Europe, oh. it will suddenly go a bit mental. Yeah, um, and it's I, I do find when it's on the edge of some Wi-Fi or when it's yeah. uh, try it's constantly switching radio signals. It, that's not it, that's not just your device, but that's it just gets hot and then absolutely sucks itself dry. Yeah, and I think it's just uh, you know, and we we I, I, I see this all the time with you know lots of I used to have it with three at work and, and iPhones and stuff. It's just I think because we've all got things where it's automatically checking for either whether it's background updates, you know, so it's mm-hmm. checking for you know tweets and facebook and email and all the things that you want to be available and see if it can't get a signal it's just like oh i must get my data from somewhere yeah so it constantly tries just chatters away yeah so i think 
and the only way out of that is to, you know to put it in airplane mode and just leave it to cool down a bit and, and yeah. when you actually want to look at your phone next do that but it's a it's a little bit frustrating um yeah. but no I, I, other than that i don't find it too bad sometimes there'll be a service that seems to kick in that i didn't really want it to be there but but most of the time it's pretty good. You almost you almost want to say, you know, for background services, see if you can't get a signal just now, wait half an hour. No, nothing's yeah, that important. Sure. I guess, yeah, but it's hard to know when no, you know, I know, things I know. are going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. For, for a device, but they're, they're, I'm sure they'll work it out. Um, uh, the beta's out. So if you want the beta of Android O, you can, but it's only a few devices that will actually support it at the moment. I think Nexus and Pixel, so they only only the official ones. Um, and, and obviously it's an early beta, so you're going to get bugs. I think the other, I don't know if I'd put it in. Yeah, the other, I didn't put it in a separate thing, but they're rewriting all the emoji. So they're making all the emoji <laughs> look far better on Android. Remember those kind of blobs? And I yeah. guess you see it in like, you see it in Hangouts, you know, when you send us yeah, the kind of blob, that's all going to go. They've, they've spent probably similar to what Apple and everybody did, you know, they've all rewritten it to make it a big thing. Um, so you're going to well it's just it, I just it just it's just slipped me by I know I just I, I must have I love emoji and see when see when there's more new emoji it's like oh new emoji it's just one of these things I, I quite like so to rewrite an emoji for me was like oh nice I don't think any phone I've ever had or I haven't turned the settings on to do the auto swap you know you can yeah. you know have it do it for you because searching through and trying to find the right emoji is just that I have not got enough time on this planet Google is taking, uh, yes, Google's now doing the trying to redo Android Go. So this is the idea behind a, a phone device that's much more lightweight, running on you know limited memory uh, for the for developing country. No, it's, it's, hard, it's not even developing countries. Countries where they want to see uptake, but their their income is is, is not high enough to support massive phones. Um, so they're just basically relaunching what they've done before, uh, but under the name of um, Android Go. Yeah. Oh, it was Android One before. Now it's Android Go, um, and if you any any device that uh, gets supplied with one less than one gig of RAM will now automatically get Android Go. But you can uh, you can upgrade it. Yeah, and and uh, and I think I think it's definitely an important thing to do. And there's also lots of people who don't want big bulky, you know, expensive smartphones. So lots of people just want a nice simple device, but they do want they do want you know kind of. Can I get some YouTube? Can I get some Twitter? Can I get some Facebook? And I don't need much else. And it gets the developers to focus on supporting this as well. Yeah, which will actually true. benefit everyone because instead of assuming tons of memory, they are going to be assuming less memory, I, and I don't which know is if, actually going to be good. Yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know if you see it on. You know, so I'm just updating some apps just now on my phone, and like Facebook, three hundred and sixty-nine meg. Yeah, so there's I some big chunks of data daft, being moved around. Now yeah. they did up their, their camera and they've all got the face filters in and they've yeah. all got, and it's like the, the apps. Yeah, some of the apps now are big. A yeah. ridiculous Twitter, 200 meg. Because it used to be apps. If there was 10 meg app, it was massive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm going, I'm going through some of these apps and you're thinking, why is that so big? Dropbox paper, 134 meg. It's because they've got the space. You know, that's, 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 know. that's long and short of it. They're not. It's a bit like when you know PCs went through various incarnations, and and over time you have the time where it sprawled, and then eventually people would focus down again. It's, you know, it's like I've got my Sky, which is just that kind of Sky customer account type thing. Mm-hmm. One hundred twenty-seven meg. You you do nothing. You display <laughs> some text. You display a website. That's just the end user license agreement. That's how much it takes. Twitter two hundred meg, and then you've got Overcast podcast player from good good citizen Mark Arment. 
18.7 meg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, another thing that got a cheer. I'll let you continue to, to Sorry. review your, your sizes. Uh, another thing that got a cheer, uh, Kotlin as an official programming language is coming to So They kind of said they'd officially support it. So this is, I've not really heard about it, but it's another uh, language that lives on the uh, Java kind of virtual machine. Uh, so therefore it can run on Android and now is being officially supported. So I'm sure that'll bring with it some nice uh, IDE sort of additions and, and just official kind of uh, support. If you're a Java guy, it's popular. So I think they might miss in, got a, got a whoop whoop. And it's a developer Definitely conference, got a so it got a whoop whoop. So. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Google Daydream also getting uh, an update uh, allowing you to, so it's almost like a... Uh, so a virtual interface now so it's like an operating system that you can live within therefore you can have you can have notifications and things so if you're watching the video you you can still have notifications you can still move around so instead of having to come out and destroy your VR experience you can uh, you can now interface with it inside yeah and I must admit I've not tried Daydream it seems to get lots of good press but I've not actually tried it I don't know if my phone supports it YouTube VR, um, they're going to do combined. Basically, you can watch 3D videos with someone else, so you can bring your friends in with their own devices. Uh, and instead of having chat, uh, or instead of sorry, instead of having comments, they're going to have like voice chat, so you can actually chat to the person you're watching the video with. Because that works really well in things like Xbox Live, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ooh, ice cream! We've not had one of those for ages. <laughs> that shows it's hot, doesn't it? So you need and, to go and talk to him and, and ask for a sponsorship deal. Yeah. <laughs> Storrington ice cream van. <laughs> uh, and that is the end of the news we're going to so, cover. So all I was going to say, Google I.O., uh, mm-hmm. c- consider the faffed on for a, a, you know, a good old long time. There wasn't a tremendous amount. And some of the demos... So I watched the keynote and actually I only watched it in the background. Was it two-hour keynote, something like yeah, that? Yeah, like, like when I had, like when the guy had his kids' his cardboard cutouts and it was recognising them. I was like, what are you doing, Google? It's, it's back to your, you're back to your, I don't know, you're almost on the, the edge of the spectrum edge, if you know what I mean. It's like some of the things <laughs> that you do, you know, somebody said, I went, this isn't really good looking for people are going to look at us and go, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it um, was a bit weird. But, but, the, but the overall thing, there was a, because you always expect a big announcement. The YouTube lady was a bit weird, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was a bit over enthusiastic. Yeah. It that way. It was very She's a bit developers. Woo! Yeah. It was almost like, it was almost like a kind of female bammer type moment. It uh, was definitely. She's, yeah. she's going to look back on that in a few years' time. She's going to regret it, I think. I Maybe don't know. I don't Maybe know. I'm sure there's some gifts out there already. I'm sure that you've got <laughs> to gift. definitely enthusiastic yeah. about YouTube. Uh, but, but I actually felt that, see, see, although it was a bit men, it wasn't a tremendous amount to talk about. Actually, as a keynote, that it was a kind of cohesive vision. Here's where we're going. AI's, AI's at the core of all this. You know, it's not about laptops and hardware. And, and it's almost like the Pixel, all that kind of hardware stuff that just went, you know what? We can't do this. Google Home is almost a... is Google Home and Google Pixel their only hardware now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and when they showed their kind of their, their product list on the screen at the top, you thought from compared to say five years ago, where they literally were going through their do everything phase, it was a nice little you know here's photos, here's you know a store, here's this that and the other wallet, and and it was a nice little thing you know like a 
an ecosystem that actually works together rather than fighting against each other or have not have really having a home. So yeah, I thought that was good. Um, I like you say they laid out their vision. I think they've got some selling to do to people about how smart their vision and their their Google Lens is and how much information they really are mining. Um, I think there's some sales to do there and there'll certainly be some Daily Mail articles about how uh, frighteningly invasive this all is. Yeah. And only, you know, only Theresa May deserves to have that kind of information in her hands, the Daily Mail will say. And, and I think they've, they've, they've kind of, they've got over, remember, remember where there, was, there was a couple of keynotes where it was like, here's here's Android. And here's this Chromebook, and and you were looking at it, going, "What is the what is the big difference between this? Where are yeah. you going?" It just felt yeah. like it was, it was such a big place that that nobody was actually sitting at the top saying that's the direction. And maybe they didn't know. Maybe that it was almost like yeah, you know, bev- there, there's bev- definitely something bev- about the scatshot approach, right? It yeah. works eventually. Yeah, uh, but they've just they've now culled, and eventually they'll start scatshotting again. Yeah. Or maybe they'll leave that to ABC, whatever. You know, they'll they're going to put yeah, those I, outside. I, I think they are. It almost feels like Google is almost like the you know, so there's a couple of home products, but then it's like it's going to be the software and the AI and search and all that, and that's that's what we'll keep plugging away on. And um, alphabets, other yeah, bits and pieces, more random. Yeah. So I, I didn't mind it. I must admit, I didn't mind it. it I, like I said, I, I didn't pay 100% attention all the time, but the things they were saying, yeah, well, it's good. So I, I, I didn't feel like I wasted my time. Um, you know, it is nice to get that present, if you like, of, of your time to to give you that one big wow moment. And I don't think that was there. But um, th- there's been a f- quite a few keynotes we've sat through now where we haven't had that wow moment, just because I think we're in this period of maturity and how software just doesn't give you that wow moment where a hardware device does but really we're living in the we're living in the land of software now and hardware yeah. is you know uh, is done it's uh, not uh, done it's just it's different it'll be really interesting when it's um, wwdc a week in monday because if they don't have wow moments i think there'll be lots of people oh, it's, it's amazing the folk i know and i'm including myself in this that are like i've got no apple products to buy there's there's nothing there's jumping Apple out. dollars going a wanting, you know. And it's not and Apple it's, know that as well, but they yeah. also know that they can't put out something that's rubbish. Yeah, so it's a real. Uh, I am. Um, like you say, we're going to get a system. We're going to get a serious system, definitely. Yeah, very interesting. Anyway, that is what we wanted to cover today. So thanks for getting this far. Thanks for listening in. Um, and if you want more from us, you can digitaloutbox.com and you can talk to us info at digitaloutbox.com on email or Twitter digital outbox. You can find out more what I do. Academyracer.co.uk. There's all the racing from Spa from a couple of weekends ago and I'll be out racing again next week, not this coming weekend, the weekend after. So that all those details go academyracer.co.uk and you can follow me on twitter if you if you want to follow someone who doesn't really tweet cheesy uk uh ian where do we find you um twitter is sweeper where i will just retweet endlessly about politics and and annoying people and um uh, my blog is iand.net i really should put up my thoughts on on the switch <laughs> yeah that'd be good at some point yeah that's um i'm thinking christmas for that if i if i've got any money left ever I well, well, let's. I could just do it now. Just buy one and buy it at Christmas, but buy one. And I know you're going to buy a new Xbox, but buy one um, because it did. <laughs> going to need a new credit card. As I said, the, the the Zelda gaming experience, and even just Mario Kart after not playing it for like you know eight, nine, ten years. What a solid, solid, great, fun racing game that is. Mm-hmm. And and the bit I'm surprised about is online in Mario Kart is amazingly hard and frustrating, and it's 
feels like total random luck, but then you get into the zone and you're just like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> and it's okay. um, you're in love. I, I, I honestly, I love that little thing. It's it's really good. It's just going to be its longevity, and but then again, Mario will come out, and there'll be another, you know, interest in, and and I'll probably stop playing it a, a, a week on Tuesday or Wednesday when Wipeout comes out. <laughs> Lovely. All right, then there you go. Bonus buy a buy a switch. Um, thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. Dumpy 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 dump